Gosling come into your house. Ryan Gosling gonna make out with your spouse. Well, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, yeah. Oh, my name is Ryan Gosling and I'm here to say I'm in the notebook, baby, in a major way. I wrote 365 letters to you. The least you could have done was maybe give me a smooch. Woo! Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Thank you. That song's called Ryan Gosling. And it's a uh, hot mix of what two boy five. Okay, uh, welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Today we have the Youngsmas here. America's favorite couple. Thank you. Guys, thanks for coming out today. You're so glad you did. I said to you, come on down. It's going to be the Valentine's Week episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you. When you said, well, what movie should we do? I said, well, I hate The Notebook, and it's romantic. And I think Grant has never seen it before. Mm-mm. I think like every movie that we end up doing this podcast, Caitlin secretly likes it a lot. And I just end up, I don't know, just kind of... Bashing it? Bashing it. Sorry. <laughs> That's the nature of this podcast. This is how it is. This is how it is. Um, a couple of teacher friends I've had before that have like creative writing classes or mm-hmm. like... Um, you know, certain kind of reading classes, kids will show up for their classes and go, what are we doing today? And then it's like, well, we're going to, you know, do creative writing. I don't want to write today. Why are you in creative writing then, goon? Like, why would you get in that class? You know what I'm saying? You know, did I, do you think I was calling you a goon? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I say some, some things sometimes that make me sad. Um. So... With all that said, we had a great episode on Tuesday. That was Valentine's yeah. Day. It was a very special episode. The most romantic episode I've ever been a part of. I told the story of how my wife and I, um, we, lost, we lost each other just throughout time. It was like we were lost in time. Like the notebook. And no one was, and no one was to blame. There was not a single person to blame. <laughs> team Funny effort. Joke. Total team effort. Anyway, listen to Tuesday and you'll know what I'm talking about. We also talked about the four Mount Rushmore things that I hate, that gross me out. One is mayonnaise. I hate it. I mean, it is the grossest thing to me ever, except for the Charmin Bears ad where they're talking about toilet paper. Are you kidding me? Like, I really am to the point, and I talked about, I don't know why, but I talked about global warming to Aaron Dicer a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about, I don't want to be bashed over the head with the same trope. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we get it. And something's up with the environment. Okay, great. I'm going to try not to dump oil or spray CFCs throughout the environment. Yeah, that's right. While Al Gore rides a jumbo jet from everywhere and has 17 houses. But anyway, that's a whole other, that's beside the point. <laughs> so the same goes for the Charmin Bears. Guess what? Toilet paper, messy business. I don't need to hear about toilet paper. Why would you have toilet paper ads? Think about that. It's Everybody like, needs it. Every, but you're going to buy it. Like, it's the weirdest thing I've ever... I mean... But there's different brands. Yeah, but it doesn't... It's so weird. I hate talking about... I don't know why I'm even talking about this. Because I hate Charmin. That's why I hate... I don't hate Charmin. I just hate the bears talking about it. My gosh. Mayonnaise. Charmin bears. Kid Rock songs. Really, Kid Rock? Oh. And the fourth thing, the notebook. Why did I say the notebook, guys? 
Because you hate love. No, I love love. It's depressing. It's too depressing. And it talks about dementia, which is so sad. Two grannies. I I have two grannies. They're passed away now. And one of them, severe dementia. I mean, we've had, and I don't know if you guys have had relatives with this this problem, but I have, and it's like, oh, it's so sad. Now we have a whole movie based around this horrible disease. Oh, anyway, there you go. All right, there he is. So the the I keep wanting to say the proposal. That's a good movie. Now, what's that about? It's about. Um, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Um, Ryan Reynolds is her assistant, <gasps> and she's gonna get Did deported. Nick Sparks, Did Nick Sparks write that one too? No, no. Okay. She's he gonna get deported. So stories. she's because he's Canadian. Because she's Canadian, and um, so then he she persuades him to marry her, mm. so she can stay in the country. Otherwise, she's gonna fire him and Goofy. ruin his career. Yeah. So then he agrees and. Green Green Lantern tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> um, but no, pretty much all Nicholas Sparks ones are depressing and about someone dying or someone getting sick or... Or Charmin Bears. Um, so, or the that. notebook. It's the notebook. Let's take a look at that notebook. Did you guys see this in the theater? It's 2004, so no, probably not. Mm-mm. You definitely didn't see it together in 2004, did you? Mm-mm. No. How long ago was 2004? 13 years 13 now? 13 years. 12 and a half, because this is May 20th, so actually almost 13 years. Can you believe that, Phil? I was only 12 years old my when My gosh, out. really? I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm like three years into my teaching career at that point. You could have been my teacher. I, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Alterman. <laughs> well, probably not, but... Anyway, I get the drift, though. Could have coached you in something. All right, but I didn't. Your loss, because I'm the best. Maybe not the best. But, no, I didn't see it when I was 12 years old. No, I didn't either. I don't think your parents would have allowed you to see this movie. There is some weird stuff in this movie. Some major smooching. And the smooching... um, Was I control? Out of control and... Just, I mean, I guess people want to see that. I don't care to see Ryan Gosling's mouth all up on that, but. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Okay, so without further ado, I believe it's time for us to talk about. The Deets. The Deets. Mr. Deeds. Not really. The uh, 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 Deeds. Where's my. Handy dandy deets. So check this out, y'all. Take it back now, y'all. We've got a movie called uh, The Notebook by Nick Cassavetes. He's done some interesting stuff. Nick Cassavetes acted in some things. He's written some things. He did John Q. Public. Or no, John Q. The name of it. Uh, and some other stuff. Produced by Lynn Harris and Mark Johnson. Screenplay by Jeremy Levin. Based on a story... Uh, by Nick Smart, Nick Sparks, not Nick Sparks, Smarts, um, Nick Sparks, Nicholas Sparks, uh, starring Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, James Gardner, who I have said reminds me and looks a lot like my dad. Just saying, he does. 
Um, he always has, too. Even when, when he was younger. Looked like my dad. Um, Gina Rollins plays um, the saddest I'm- character in Hollywood. And um, Joan Allen is mom. A jerk. Psycho mom. And then James Marsden plays the role that he always plays. If he's Cyclops, he's getting passed up for Wolverine. If he's this guy, he's getting passed up for Ryan Gosling. And in Enchanted, he gets passed up too. There you go. And by McDreamy. By McDreamy. And if he's in and if he's in Superman Returns, he gets passed up by Superman. Poor guy. He is a poor guy. Now I will say this. Um he is James Marsden is in currently like one of my favorite shows, uh, Westworld, and he's Teddy Flood, who spoiler alert, he's a robot. In, it's awesome. Put the kids away for that one though. Just saying, put Michelle away for that one. <laughs> okay. You're not gonna want Michelle around if you're watching that show. All right. So um, narrated by James Garner, uh, which very important. Release date June 25th, 2004. I said I was having man, I was having some summer fun. 2004, June 25th, 2004. Wow, single Jack. How old were you? Flying around the countryside. Um, let's see. You shouldn't ask a man how old he is. 25. That's so you how were old I age. am now. I know. No, you're 26. You guys, that 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 was a wow, fun summers right there. So. I'm not gonna get in details. Were you listening to some kid rock? I was listening to I want something about some kind of life, probably. I would probably listen to a lot of Third Eye Blind and Can of Crows, because I love Can of Crows. Favorite band. Just so you guys know. If you ever want to buy me tickets to something, Can of Crows concert. Uh budget $29 million. Box office $115 million. Hey, it was pretty successful. Every teenage girl was going to teenage it. dream. You and me. It's like living up. Dementia dream. Sad. It's like a dream. I mean, floating through these geese. All right. Um, okay. D- is your machine, is your cyborg ready? I don't know. Okay. Alexa? L- see if Alexa's awake. She's awake. Okay. What do you want, you want me to ask her about? I'll just say, I'll Alexa. See if Alexa can do the plot for... This movie. The just, plot. just try it. Let's just practice it. Okay, folks. This episode has a fourth member of the team here. Well, fifth, counting producer Phil. Of another member of the team, Alexa. Am, Alexa Amazon is her full name, um, but she is the AI from um, Amazon. Alexa looks like a hockey puck. Um, I wasn't able to understand the question. <laughs> doesn't surprise me, Alexa. You are um, failing at this. Um, you're not Cortana. You're not Siri. You're somewhere in the middle, like a Pocky Pocky Talks. Okay. A Furby, a Furby with an attitude. <laughs> Ask her, just say, see if she can get the plot. Alexa? Can you tell us the plot of the movie The Notebook? Hmm. And I can't find the answer to. Oh, the Alexa's ruining our lives. I'm just joking. Tell, just have her tell us about the movie. Alexa, Wikipedia, The Notebook, the movie. That'll work. 
The Notebook is a 2004 American romantic drama film directed by Nick Cassavetes and based on the 1996 novel of the same name by Nicholas Sparks. For details, say tell me more. Tell me more, Alexa. Alexa, tell me more. Okay. The film stars Ryan Gosling okay. and Rachel McAdams as a young couple who fall in love in the 1940s. Their story is narrated from the present day by an elderly man telling the tale to a fellow nursing home resident. The Notebook received mixed reviews but performed well at the box office and received several award nominations, winning 18 Choice Awards, a Satellite Award and an MTV Movie Award. The film became a sleeper hit and has gained a cult following. On November 11, 2012, ABC Family premiered an extended version with deleted scenes added back into the original storyline. Thank you. 30 seconds is all it took. She did it. All right. Good job, Lexi. Alexa, good job. Alexa, good job. I wasn't able to understand the question I, I heard. I'm right. Alexa, you did a good job. I wasn't able to understand. Yeah, whatever. She doesn't understand. Alexa. Alexa. Just keep talking. Lexi. I wasn't able to understand the question I heard. <laughs> Alexa, go to sleep. And it, and it did. Okay. It went to sleep. Alexa. Hello. Okay. Alexa, just chime in whenever you want to add to the conversation, okay? She doesn't understand the question. We'll, we'll get her better. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get her figured out, and then she won't take over Westworld like uh, Teddy Flood does on James Marsden. Okay, so everybody, listen up. It's time for five point plot. Plot point number one. Title. That's my sweetheart in there. We open up we open up with a current day nursing home. A depressing nursing home. The only kind of nursing home. Um and I'm not saying that folks, listen. I have spent many a many a day in a nursing home with grandparents, etc. It's a rough place. Everyone knows this. We knew this going into this movie, right? Correct? Mm -hmm. No. I thought it was going to be a feel-good movie. <laughs> Let's get out and drive around one more time, and they can't. Oh, my gosh. Duke reads a romantic story uh, from his notebook to another patient at the nursing home. You open the movie. You're not sure what's happening. You just know that Duke, played by my dad, um, is reading a story to a lady that doesn't look anything like my mom. Just, just tell him. Just doesn't look anything like my mom. But uh, so then they're whisked away to Seabrook Island, South Carolina, in the forties. Um, Noah Calhoun is a uh, Noah Calhoun is the main character, played by Ryan Gosling. He sees Allie Hamilton. She's at a carnival, riding a Ferris wheel with some other randomo. He literally jumps onto. 
the Ferris, the moving Ferris wheel. This is a big gamble he took here. One, because he could fall to his death very easily. Mm-hmm. And I'd say in the 40s, Ferris wheels, even just riding a Ferris wheel would probably necessitate a possible, a possible death in general. We think they're pretty poorly put together now. What do you think they were made out of? I mean, they're probably held together by Baylor twine in the uh, 40s. Seriously. Seriously. Um, seriously. Um, one more time. Seriously. Yeah, okay, thanks. Um, my grandpa would have got, he technically would have, should have gotten out of high school in the 40s. He only had an eighth grade education. Pretty smart dude, right? Even he wouldn't have had to work at a carnival in the 40s. So this this Ferris wheel that he's jumping onto so bravely, he was pretty brave to do this. He makes me brave. Um, so he jumps on there. He asks for a date. He says, I'm going to commit suicide, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he basically just says, hanging. I'm just going to jump off here if you don't. Yeah. He's hanging from the bars of the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Never seen that before. He was not buckled in. She says, yes, we're going to date. The next day, they're walking on the street. He says, when are we going to have that date? And then we go back to the narration of James Garner talking about how great their lives became. We instantly fell in love. And we were always together. And when we were together, we were smooching in the street. Well, they got set up on the blind date first. They didn't know it, though, did they? Mm Mm-mm. How about that? They get Their set up. Friends set him up. Yeah, uh, Kevin Connolly plays one. Plays his friend Finn. And Rest in peace, Finn. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's that was yeah. That was rough. They didn't really play that up very much though, did they? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh look, he's frozen in the snow, dead. Anyway, they go on a date. It's a great date, right? Yeah. Yep. They go to the... They, they go, lay in the middle of the street. They do lay in the middle. And dance in the middle of the street. Right. They do, and that seals their love. Mm-hmm. Um, they hit it off big time. We're transported through time, basically, over the course of this summer. Mm-hmm. And it was the best summer ever. It was the best summer of our lives, I do declare. And so they're um, having fun, making out all summer long, um, like an Uncle Cracker song. They were trying different things. Things they were doing different things. Um, anyway, so the parents, though Allie's parents, Finn, not Finn. Uh, Noah drops Allie off at the house, mm-hmm. and Dad, Mustachio Dad, who looks like Stalin, mm-hmm. who literally looks like Stalin. Like I'm not making that up either. Stalin and Fidel Castro combined. Mixed. And but he's got a southern accent, really funny to look at, and it's like weird to watch. He says, "Well, I do declare, your boy drop you off in front of the house. Well, you need to bring him on over so we can meet him on Sunday. On Sunday, okay, Dad, we'll do that. I keep dropping my Whoa. iPad. I always use my laptop, and today I brought my iPad, and it's a struggle. It's a struggle to survive today. Um, I have to keep one hand on it, or it falls over." So they bring him over. One of her snobby little brothers or nephews or whatever goes, mm, I don't know if it's rude, but how much do you make? How much do you make? And he's like, 40 cents a day at the, at the wood mill. 
And I'm just saving that money just out. Saving money. And then, but they're rich. They're oh, literal yeah. millionaires in the 40s. Stalin or this whatever. This is just their summer home that they're at. Yeah. And it's monstrous. Mm-hmm. So this is frowned upon, and the family does not like it. Segway to another night in the summer. They go to this old abandoned house that he wants to buy someday and fix up. And it's time. For her to play the piano. Oh. <laughs> yes. Play the piano, if you will. Hitting all major and minor keys, Phil. <laughs> so she plays the piano. He also then... He does... Well... He's there. And so there. they proceed <laughs> to declothe post piano playing. And it's time <laughs> to get to know each get other. Get the gosling on going. <laughs> Phil's face right now. And so imagine on Titanic the car scene where they're inside the car. Yes, Phil. <laughs> Phil's never seen this movie. Um, so, so they start doing things, but they get stopped by Finn, Buddy Finn, who dies in, in the next segment. Um, and he says, "Look, Allie's parents are looking the everywhere. Cops. The it, cops are after you." And so they got to get out of there. They she he rushes her back home. She comes flying up. And they're upset. They've called the cops, and they're they're worried about her. And but this is the point where the it's the walls have been put up now. We really don't want you to see this boy anymore. He seems real nice, but he's trash. And Mom he can hear everything. And he can hear the entire conversation. Mom literally is, says that he is trash to her, to basically he, within earshot, and he can hear it. She's like trash, 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 trash. And so they um, separate. They go their separate ways. And well, yeah, and then she's forced to leave town the next day to go back home. And she tells Finn, just tell him I love him. Yep, she doesn't even get to say goodbye to Noah. Finn didn't help out either because Finn's like, he's so distraught. You know, you just need to move on. You just need on. to let him move on. Hilarious. So now they're separated. And then he, Finn tells him, if he wants to talk to you, he'll write you. And he did. But she didn't know. But her, her mean mom kept all the letters. Very sad. Her evil stepmother. Evil. Um, Not her stepmother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was a Disney movie. Um, so that's it. That's the yeah. re- that's the movie. End of the that's movie. movie. <laughs> Plot point number two: War changes everything. So Allie. Um, Noah writes to Allie every day, but Allie's mother intercepts all the letters. Will not let him have the letters. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah enlists in the in to, to fight in World War II. So does Finn. Mm-hmm. And so does. And Finn is killed in battle. Allie volunteers, becomes a World War II nurse mm-hmm. at a hospital in New York for and wounded she people. Meets Lonnie. She meets Lonnie Hammond. I do the clown Lonnie Hammond Jr. I'm just like your father. I'm rich, and I'm from the South. I do declare. And I want to take you on a date. He's a young lawyer, and he comes from old Southern money. Southern money. 
I do declare my KFC is delicious. So they become engaged. I'm fast-forwarding quick because their relationship is fast-forwarded quick, and you don't mm-hmm. really get flushed out. Well, you know, bad wording. They don't really... They don't really, uh, you don't get a lot of details. And mom is so happy. She's all, I'm ecstatic. My baby daughter is going to marry a southerner and she'll be a debutante. And her ring's massive. It's a great ring made of tungsten. Probably. Probably not. That wasn't even a metal then. (sighs) Um, So everything's great. Man, they're pumped. And that was it. That's that whole plot point. Um, Ryan Gosling was in the war as well. Um, he comes back. Okay, so we're going to, to <laughs> we're going to plot point number three, doing the Charleston. Um, Noah comes back from the war, and he sees Allie, and he sees Allie at the back of a bus. He's being delivered back into town, and stop he sees the Allie. Bus. Stop the bus! We got to stop at that. Get that bus stop up there. So he jumps o- off, opens, opens the, the door. door. He does not follow rules. Noah does not follow rules. He's jumping onto Ferris wheels. He is opening the door of a moving bus and jumping out of it. He's breaking into an abandoned house. He's rowing all over the lake. That's not that big of a deal, I guess. (laughs) But, you know, you can imagine if it were. Um, So, his father sells the house. And then that allows Noah... To buy. His, his father dies. His father died. He has the money. It, mm-hmm. He uses that money to... To get the abandoned house the abandoned all house fixed up. In the makeout house, as he liked to call it. Because Allie had told him that he she wanted a white house with blue shutters with a porch that wrapped all the way around and a room where she could paint. This is where it was at. This is what hooked you on this movie, isn't it? This is what hooked you on this movie, isn't it? And then he made the house look exactly like that. I know. And then... Um, Allie is excited because her and uh, Lonnie Cyclops, boy. Cyclops Lon are going to get married, and they're they're looking at dress shop. They went to the dress shop, not Lon, but the girls and her and mom, and they opened the newspaper. And I do declare, inside the newspaper is a picture of Noah. Noah in and front of house. his awesome house he built. Mm-hmm. She passes out. Um, yep. Tells Lon she's got to take care of some business <clears throat> and yes. goes back she to takes South off. Carolina. So we have plot point number four, fixer upper. Allie returns to Seabrook. All right, that's old the town. She's old Seabrook. And um, she finds Noah, knocks on the door. I don't think it was quite It's a really big house. He couldn't hear, so she had to knock a lot. (laughs) Um, The two, they start start to really hit it off again. They're talking, and the sparks start. He says, come back the next morning. And the Nicholas sparks start to fly. Because now, um, they've talked, and it's great. And she says, come back. He says, like you said, come back in the morning. And then they go for a... Boat ride. Boat ride through Swan Lake. They feed the And they geese. sing, kiss the girl. No, they don't. This is not Little Mermaid. Thanks, Sebastian. <laughs> um, so, this, so it starts to rain. Yes. Of course it does, like an R. Kelly video or like a 
seal video. Like the perfect romantic movie. Yes. And um, it starts to rain, and they're all just soaking wet with the rain. And, and Allie says, why didn't you write to me? And he goes, I did write to you. 365 times. I wrote you a bunch of letters, and I sent you 200 emails. And I Snapchat you 15 times. You wouldn't respond to and my And texted friendship. you and called you. I even opened a MySpace account, even though I knew you would never look at it. <laughs> and I a, tweeted at you. I tweeted all day and all and night. And Facebooked you. I Facebook-lived you. <laughs> and you didn't respond to any of my advances. But my mom disconnected my service. That's what it was. And that's what it was. We ran out of data. Mom wouldn't let me get more. And so the letters never got there because her conniving mother cut them off because she didn't want her to fall in the same problems that she did. But we have apparently, the movie leads you to believe days of just a torrid, smoochy boochy for weeks, Phil. Phil, months of just <laughs> making out. Phil's favorite part of the movie. And other things beyond making out. And she, she's betrothed to another man. She's a married woman. No, she's not. not. She's engaged. She says that that she's a married woman. Keep telling yourself that, lady. Um, So they have a great time. Then one day. um, Martha shows up. Martha shows up. Big house, remember. Big. She goes to the door in a blanket. No, that's, that's when where her mom mother comes. shows up. Oh, who did I say? I said Martha shows up. Yeah, but she doesn't come to the door in a blanket when Martha shows up. Yes, she does. Wait, Martha's the. Mar- oh no, Martha's the. <laughs> Mar- sorry, Martha is the oh the war widow. The war widow. It's a war widow, and she's very understanding. The war widow is very understanding. Mom, what's mom's name? Not Martha. That would be funny if mom also would have been a Martha. Is there her name Anne? Anne, whatever. It doesn't even matter, does it? Mom. <coughs> her mom shows up. Rachel McAdams' mom shows up, and um, she basically says, "You got to go back to town." And get back with Lonnie's here. Lon's here. He's got a billion dollars. He's gonna sweep you away. You don't need this gutter trash that made this beautiful three thousand square foot house. It's perfect and has hardwood floors and has a completely revamped kitchen and, and has, has a room where she can paint. It has a painting room and has apparently millions of acres that you can go. This guy's trash. He's worthless. He'll never be worth anything. Even though he just created this entire house just for you and it's got hardwood. Did I mention the hardwood floors? And it's got a geese pond in back and, and it's apparently piano. by the ocean and the piano but he's trash he's not worth anything you shouldn't be with him enter a christmas carol she whisks her away mom and takes her to the lumber mill get your things we need to go for a ride young lady and they get in the old studebaker or whatever car they're driving and they drive to it's a rock quarry or some smelting plant. And they pull behind a gigantic pile of rocks. And they watch this dude. (laughs) Some dude. Scooping rocks. Yeah. You see that man over there? 
25 years ago. Now, he's he not was much, really something he's to look at. He's not much to look at now. He's like an old, craggly piece of leather with nasty teeth and an old rotted out eye on side. And he can't even brush his hair because he doesn't really even have any hair. But 25 years ago... He was, he was a hottie. A, he was a looker. Now, though, he's a hideous gremlin-type character with bad breath and a gross appetite for destruction. And did I mention he's got old snaggle teeth? And I fell for him. 25 years ago, though, he was a beauty. He was a swan on Swan Lake. Anyway. But I love your father. I love your father. No, I do declare I love your father. Oh, that's not the wrong way. I don't wish that you were never born, Jennifer or Rachel McAdams. I don't wish that. Even though I'm crying right now for old craggle breath over there. <laughs> anyway, so mom turns out mom and daughter are a lot alike. I mean, a lot alike. They fall for what their parents think are the wrong people, but then in turn have cold black hearts that are willing to shove their feelings in the back of their minds and, and go marry for the rich and go marry to the rich, rich people. <laughs> oh gosh, I love it. All right, so she gets back to. Bear with me here. She gets back to Ryan Gosling and goes, "I need to go back to Lynn." Lon, what's his Lawn. name? Lon, Lenny. Yeah, our and dog then she Lenny. gets the letters from her mom finally. That's what, and that's where the turning point, right? She almost crashes yeah. and goes head on She's, into somebody. Yep, yeah, and then she starts reading the letters that Noah wrote her, and then there's no turning back, except turning back and going back to the house. Well, first she goes and sees Lon. She goes and sees Lon, and Lon go, and Lon gives her three options. He's gonna shoot him. Shoot! I'll kill him. Um, beat him up. Beat him up, or. Leave you. Leave you and let you do what you will with Ryan Gosling. And then he'll go swim in his money bin that he has. She chooses option three. To go back to the Goz master. Old Goz. She's not going to make the same mistake her mom made. Mm -hmm. She's not going to marry the rich guy. No. She's going to suffer in this huge, gigantic, (laughs) 3,500 square foot house. Where she can paint and play the piano. gross, horrible, beautiful, hand-turned hardwood floors. And a revamped kitchen with a place she can paint. And a geese pond that's in front of the ocean. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, All right. Plot point number five. The big twist. Present day, we get back. Allie, old lady Allie, realizes. That it's Noah. This is you. I'm Allie. How long have I been not with it? And it's like the worst part of the movie where you know she's eventually going to conk back out and be like, what's my name? Who Let's are you? drive away. I know. And he's like so excited because he's been trying to work this out of her for, for days. Um, and uh, then anyway, she eventually slips back into, I don't know who you are, Bill. Did you call me darling? What? You call me? Oh, who are you? I do declare. Who are you? And then the doctor comes in. Yeah. Look at what you've done. Worst bedside manner ever of a doctor. He's like, don't try. Why are you trying? <laughs> She's never going to remember you. She's never going to remember you. What a crappy doctor. 
have his name in Dr. Pepper. Um, so um, next, uh, he goes to sleep. Uh, Noah does. He's reading the letters, or no, he's reading the book, the notebook, the actual notebook. And then he gets sick and has the re- to go and to the, the reason the reason he's writing the reason she's reading this is because mm-hmm. she actually wrote this notebook. Yeah, she's the one who wrote it all out. She wrote it out when and, she found out she had dementia. She yes. wrote it all out for him to read to her, so, so she could remember. And then it said, "I'm not negating, folks. I'm not negating that this is a very sad movie, and it's not. It's a good movie. I just, it's horrible to me." It makes me so sad to think the about it. The last 15 minutes are just brutal. Depressing. My gosh, brutal. Next morning, he has a heart attack and is whisked away to the hospital where he's apparently gone for a while. She. They lock her up. They lock her up and she's sedated and she gets to sit amongst the rest of the. Crazy people. Oh, well, the dimension. It's, they pref- Never mind. Funny. All right. So. They come back together, and she goes, I don't know where you've been. What am I going to do whenever I lose my whole mind and I don't remember you? Well, the best part is when the nurse lets him sneak out. Yeah, she lets him sneak out. And uh, what am I going to do? He's like, I'll be here for you, blah, 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 blah. Love will take us. Love will take us where our minds won't. He crawls into her bed, folks. He grabs her by the hand. They fall asleep, never to wake up again. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? The nurse comes in back finally 18 hours later from getting coffee (laughs) and finds them curled up in a single bed. Dead. Dead. The end. Oh my gosh. Happy VD Valentine's Day for you guys. It's the best ending. It's the best way it could have ended. No. It could have been a dream within a dream. And they could have woken up and been like, we're young again. Oh, I do declare we're young. Let's run around. Let's dive into Swan Pond again. One last time. Like Cocoon or something. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, totally. Nicholas Sparks. Wanted her to end up with Lon. No, he didn't. And Lon comes in and goes, I told you I'd get you, and here I... I don't know where that's going. It's the best ending, because then they neither want to have to live without each other. But what happened? And then she doesn't have to suffer anymore. Here's what I'd loved. Here's what I would have loved. I'm not lying when I say this. They've closed their eyes. A slight pause. A dream sequence where they're young again. And just have him fly off into the sunset in a car like Greece. How Greece ends. <laughs> At the end. Or and why then we go, oh, they were dead the whole time. Or why couldn't he end it right when she was remembering it? Because. Why, it why do you have sh- to do the last to ten minutes? It show the pain that they were going through. No, you just end yes, it and it say. And just say, Because oh, then it makes it all back. better. That they were that they died together because you Just understand that everything ends back. happy. That ends happy. Yes, because they they oh. both are they're they, both together. I guess he wanted twenty five thousand girls in tears at the end of they this movie. They could have ended it happy by happy. letting them be happy. Oh, she got her mind back. 
Oh, we we ran that dementia test. She's 100% free of dementia. That's never going to happen. <laughs> real that would have been really dumb. <laughs> that would have been the she most has, unrealistic she, ending ever. Her blood ever. levels show zero dementia levels. We're going to fire that doctor. And he goes, oh, oh, I do declare, I quit. And then he jumps out the window <laughs> to his death. He's the villain of the movie. Okay. So that's the end. The big twist at the end. Yeah, it's a good ending. It could have been. You wouldn't understand. You're not a romantic. I do declare. You're kind of mean. Nicholas Sparks is more romantic than you. Nick Sparks. He's your knight in shining armor. What am I even saying right now? All right. I don't know. Goods and bads. Grant, give me one good. Caitlin, give me one good. You can't think of anything good? I mean, they end up together in the end. Okay. She remembered for that brief amount of time? Yeah. Okay. That's horrible. That's Caitlin, the only one thing good. that's good. What's a good thing? It's a great romantic love story. That's debatable. It is. <laughs> it's, it's very debatable, actually. It is. You know, your opinion. You can keep your opinion yourself, please. Actually, I asked you for your opinion. Yeah. What are some good things? It's a great romantic comedy story. No, it's a great romantic story. Comedy. It's not a comedy. There's nothing funny it's about this. It's a great this. romantic Dear love Lord. story. Dear Lord, there's nothing funny about this. Okay, what's the bads, Grant? The last 10 minutes. Oh, that is a brutal... There's nothing bad about that. They oh have to show the gosh. pain they're going through. No. Dementia sucks. Oh, it does. I know, but it's part of the movie. Can't you see a scenario where she pop, pops out of it and yeah. she's like, I'm better. I feel so much better. And then the doctor comes in and goes, let me take some blood samples. <gasps> or end the movie when she's all better and remembering. No. And then they get in the car and they drive and they fly off into the clouds <laughs> And Sandra D and what is Ever's face? Go Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko. Fly off into the sunset. At the big track meet. Um, All right. (laughs) Um, Rate this movie. One bad. Five. The worst you've ever seen. Eyes, Eyes melting. Worst thing you've ever seen. One Bad. I don't think it's bad. Mm, a zero. Okay, scale of one to one hundred on the good scale. A hundred being the best movie ever. Oh gosh. Or what? Yeah, hundred is a hundred is Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> the blue people. I hate that movie. Me too. We should do that one next. So we'll if, do that one next. If, we really need to do that notebook, one next. If the notebook, if the notebook, if Avatar's a hundred, then the notebook would be more than hundred. <laughs> One to one hundred, <clears throat> just on an A B C scale, even of like the best movie I've ever seen. An A is good, a B is still good. You're, you're a teacher. A C is average. A D is. Oh, I thought we were doing the one to one hundred thing. Well, I, I okay. It is so, the same. No, it's the same. Okay, like I get you now. Yeah, like a grading. You scale. know, grading scale. <laughs> go grease okay. lightning. Go um, grease lightning. I mean, I would at least give it a B, like okay. in the 80s. And 85? Yeah, probably. One, one to five horribles, Grant. Well, it, during the first 
hour and 40 minutes of this movie, I was thinking, I'm going to give this a one or a two. But then the last 15 minutes painful. ruined it for me. So now I'm going to give it a four. Ooh. You guys. You guys don't get it. Grant, you have a very big couch at home. <laughs> Is your couch maybe where you'll sleep tonight after this? No, because I have a bad back. Oh. We'll let him get the oh, air mattress instead. Nice <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what shows... What do you think of this I'm movie? I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three. Thank um, you. I think... <laughs> it's definitely not a four. It's bad though. Like that. That I just. I just don't like the topic of it. It's. It really to me. Really is. I, I can think of. I could say some other things. It really is like. I don't know. It's like for me. It's like biting into tinfoil. You've ever bitten tinfoil? No. No. If you ever have. If you have fillings and you've ever bitten in tinfoil, it like shocks your face. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And that's what it's like. It's just like, ah. Well, if they would have ended it where you guys said they should have ended it. You ready for this one? It wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't have but been But it would have been better. People have left no, happy. It wouldn't have it's shown like, the it's true like love that they had. eating a piece of pizza. Oh, okay. Pizza. And then having to drink, like, prune 30 juice. 30 ounces of orange juice. You ever had pizza and orange juice? That sounds disgusting. Some people like it. Well, after you brush your teeth and drink orange juice is the go. worst. That's gross. Um, I think it's about the a worst. three, probably. There, there are worse movies. But luckily There's a there lot worse movies. Better. What have you guys been into lately? Shows, a game, um, book, whatever. Well, um... We are into currently a series of unfortunate events. Oh, on Netflix? Yes, we watched the whole first season, and now we are currently reading them. And we just finished the fourth book, and we've read the first four books in about two weeks now. Wow. Is the series pretty good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I liked the Lemony Snicket's movie. Is it like that? It's better than the movie. It's better than the movie. Who plays the character in the... Uh, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris' Harris Count Olaf. Count Olaf. Mm. Which, I mean, it's hard to live up to Jim Carrey, but, I mean, I think he does pretty good. well enough. He looks the The kids part. are really good. They do a good job. And they stick a lot closer to the books than, yeah, than the, the movie, movie does. Because they have more time to show more details on the episodes because the movie was like three books in an hour and a half. Yeah. They did jam-pack that all in there. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of uh, uh, what's the minion when Despicable Me when I think about it for some reason. Is that bad of me to think that? That Lemony Snickers reminds me of that. <laughs> um, I have you guys ever seen um when something else that's on Netflix, The People versus O.J. Simpson. I've heard about it. Yeah, it's good. Of course, you guys. It was on ESPN, was guys, it? When were you guys born? 1991. So you were alive whenever the O.J. trial was going on. You were really little. Mm-hmm. I remember it very vividly. Is that the five-part 
documentary? Well, there's a story that has actors in it. I'm thinking of the FX miniseries. Oh, okay. Because uh, there's a lot of actors in that. But there's another one, and I'm sure I'll watch that other one, too. Have you ever seen Making a Murder on Netflix? That's yeah. that show that everybody was obsessed with, like, Dude. La- at the beginning of last year. <laughs> watch that thing. I'm not a big crime crime drama person, but that's like I like true stories, like true stories of things like that. Anyway, it's worth watching. If you're bored after your lemony snickets, after your lemony snickets, step up to some murder with me. I'll well, tell you one thing that I'm <laughs> step on su- up to this murder. Murder shows used to freak me. I'm out super excited about I'll say murder. Was the case that they gave me? Twenty four is back. I don't, you know, twenty four legacy. Yes. But um, no Jack Bauer. Yeah, so I, I guess sad so, day. I, I I stopped watching Twenty Four after about the first season. You need to give it a watch. The new one? No. In general, just, they get better. I have a lot of friends that are really big into Twenty Four, so I can see what that being a thing. No, I like Kiefer Sutherland. And you just get addicted the more you watch. Well, it's Kiefer. Okay. Anything else going on, guys? Mm, we're going to see the Lakers play the Thunder next week. Ooh, really? Yes. Caitlin got me it. In L.A.? No, in yeah. Oklahoma City. We're going to L.A. That was a joke. And At then, the Staples Center? <laughs> and then Caitlin got me birthday tickets for that. Okay. And then in a month, we're going to see March Madness again in Tulsa. That's awesome. That was from his parents. That's a good present. Yeah. Um, for your birthday, they get you got that present. Mm-hmm. You know what I got for my birthday? Steak and Shake gift card? No, I wish. Subway? <laughs> your favorite? A Steak and Shake gift card that didn't work. My mom is not a thief. Burger King gift card, ten dollars. <laughs> oh, Are you it. calling my mom a thief? I mean, my mom bought that for me, and it didn't work. This is the uh, school school card kind of thing to go to tomorrow. I'm kind of excited about some barbecue tomorrow. So I'll explain later, off air. I'd hate to tell these people about what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> All right. So, anything else? You guys have anything else to contribute right now? Alexa. Say hello. Hello. Alexa. Say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, guys, thanks for coming in today. Um, do you like awesome music that I that I've created? Yes. Of course. Um, let's see what I got here. Let's see if this one works. Let's see how this goes. I'm going to play us out with this, Phil. Where's the little speaker on this thing? Ready? All right, guys. Thanks for coming in. Well, you know, it work? Oh, it, it wasn't all the way up.
fight Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Anyway, and I'm playing through a microphone so it has zero bass. <laughs> if I just would have had Phil play this, it would be really kicking right now. Oh, there's a big breakdown coming up. Wait for it. Anyway. Alright guys, thanks for coming in today. Um, follow us on the Twitter at One Horror Movie. We have a great YouTube channel with several videos on there. And um, check it out. Some really silly stuff. Seriously. And um, got some songs of mine on purevolume.com backslash the Horror Movie Podcast. Four free downloads on there. And um, go to our Facebook, like our Facebook page. We have a couple big stops coming up. Uh, we'll be at Vision Con in Branson, February the 24th. Now, ish. 25th, probably 26th, maybe probably just 25th. And then uh, we'll be back at Planet Comic Con. Um, back at Planet Comic Con, not Black Man. All right, uh, April the 28th and 29th. So. No. Anyway, we'll see you guys then. Come, come and support and keep it rocking. Keep it rolling. See you guys. can you sing who me I couldn't I hit it when my Wi-Fi left me and I'm out in the rain those last few answers were hard to obtain but that's no excuse to put me on mute like a good cowgirl <laughs> All up and reboot. This is better than your song, it's Jack. in the clouds, and I ain't proud. I'll answer in the morning, answer in the evening, when you're around. It's a pretty long song. I'll answer in the morning, answer in the evening, when you're around. My gosh. Alexa. Can you rap? Connect, sync, link all the pieces of your life. I get it done at the speed of Wi-Fi. I'm the player, the coach, the arena, and the game. If you want something done, you just gotta say my name.